Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2668. It's episode 2668 and let's see, it's on, uh, if it's September 3rd, that's what I wanted to say. It's National Pastor's Spouse's Day. I talked to someone recently, and, and he's pretty religious. He's a pretty devout Christian. And he was telling me, you know, what he does every week, that he has all these Bible, Bible meetings at his house. They discuss the Bible. And he asked his wife, you know, what do you think? Should he become a pastor? And she says, I ain't gonna be no pastor's wife. So I don't know. It's it's tough to be, I guess. Some pastors make a bunch of money. A lot of them don't. So it's a very difficult lifestyle. You're very busy. There's lots to do, lots to contemplate, lots to read. There's a particular book you're reading quite a bit. So, yeah, it can be pretty rough for pastors' spouses. So it is, if you are listening, on the 3rd, National Pastors' Spouses' Day. It's also National Cinema Day. I wish it was National Cinnabon Day, but it's not. It's Cinema Day. I have not been a huge fan of the movies lately for actually quite a while. And here's today's podcast picture. I have expressed that opinion on the podcast many a time. Oh, Speaking of which, kind of movie-like, kind of like old-style golden age of movies and everything was in black and white film. Um, yours truly is in a black and white photograph that you can see at mikesdailypodcast.com. When I was over there at the beautiful, oh, the late great Basil the Boxer. Actually, he and I almost went to this spot. We didn't quite make it because it's pretty far off. You have to take a very small road up from where the Richmond Bridge is and you just head north from the Richmond Bridge. You don't, on the Richmond side, and you don't get on the bridge. You just head up north. And it is called, oh, rats, I lost it. Well, it's written on the <laughs> on the podcast picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. Heck, I've already posted it to Instagram. Because I usually do I post the podcast picture first Before I even do the podcast But it's uh, Point San Pablo Harbor That's what it is It's pretty interesting And they got some cool art there Very interesting art There's like a huge gramophone There's a big uh, multi uh, Mosaic kind of the, the, the stones Like in a mosaic pattern Which is a very good thing Which is a very very good thing Glued to this uh, alligator, this huge alligator, I think it is, or is it a dragon? Th- there's all kinds of other interesting artwork and cats. For some reason, there's a cat 
just to, to my left in the podcast picture that was walking around. And right at that spot, I look a little concerned because you can't see it in the picture. I'm wearing shorts and my legs are being attacked by mosquitoes. Like, they love me now. They used to not give me much grief, but they just smell Mike and they come a-running. So you can see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. Not the mosquitoes attacking my leg, but the gramophone sculpture and a couple other interesting things there at Point San Pablo Harbor. Where I was so oh, a couple weeks back recently. So yeah, movies. I just have not really. I'll watch them occasionally on Netflix. I will not go to a movie theater. I talked to a coworker the other day who loves going to movie theaters. There's a particular theater he loves to go to, and he you know doesn't care that there might still be COVID. Wafting around in the theater He doesn't care He wants to go The Newsbleed section Matthew's News But now he's back And he's younger too So I think that's a younger person thing I have just not seen Oh yeah The CGI looks amazing Okay I need to see it in a movie theater No movie is doing that to me Right now And has not done it to me in a while But I was thinking about some movies that are kind of old now That had a lot of CGI Live and loco The Micropedia Insanica Being that you're a movie buff I'm guessing The movie uh, what It's called What Dreams May Come Do you remember that movie about Robin Williams He was playing a character Who's trying to save somebody in a car crash And suddenly he gets killed Because it's a big pile up and he gets killed, so he goes off to the, the heaven or something. He's in the afterlife. And then his wife commits suicide. So now she's like in a different part. She's in limbo. And he has to try and rescue her. And it's all CGI. But I don't know. I mean, this is early, early CGI. Or maybe it was a lot of animation. And people were working in front of blue screens or green screens. It's pretty amazing. I, as I recall, I haven't seen it in years. I don't know how it stands up. But I remember having a discussion with someone about it. Interestingly enough, this person that I had a discussion with years and years ago when the movie came out. He said, oh, you know, I absolutely believe. What's the cliche of the week? 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 If he's talking to Robin Williams, wouldn't that be odd? Who knows? But that is the other... That's what I guess cinema can do. Cinema, at its best, can do things like that. Take you to another place. uh, Expand your ideals. What's the cliche of the week? What's the cliche of the week? That's why I don't get completely sad and blue about the writer's strike, the actor's strike. I don't care, really, because they're just the, the product they're putting out is horrible anyway. I know, that's fatalistic. But maybe we need to go back and watch some of the good stuff that came out. 
And I'm not saying that What Dreams May Come was a great movie. I don't remember. It's weird. I just remember the effects were pretty cool. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. Spoiler alert, Cuba Cuba Gooding Jr. is a dog. But he's not the dog. Wait, that's the spoiler. I don't remember. Yeah, that was one of Cuba Gooding Jr.'s big movies. Uh, after one of his movies After the whole thing He had such success With Was it Jerry Maguire And he got an Academy Award For Best Supporting Actor in that Show me the money and all that So here we are The end of summer And Mike brings you this story At the end of summer That The best beach to go to Like you're never gonna go to a beach again I'm definitely gonna try and go to a beach this weekend But Driftwood Beach on Jekyll Island in Georgia is the best and most budget-friendly beach. A serving of ice cream by the beach starts at $1. Ice cold drinks start at $2.48. This was the travel experts of OMIO, O-M-I-O, came up with this. Data, anal- data analysts have analyzed 35 beaches in the U.S. and in Puerto Rico to reveal where a day at the beach will be particularly inexpensive this summer. The study researched price points for ice cream, soft drinks, and beer by the beach, as well as weather data and public ratings. So that is maybe, maybe you can make it out to there this weekend. I know I will not. Make it there It's a bit far away For me Okay Some other interesting bits of news Oh the sad news Speaking of the beaches And how apropos I don't know How fitting in a way That we lose Jimmy Buffett Here on the last weekend of summer His tunes Really really Evoked a a summer vibe And his empire Is all about summer He's got all these resorts And retirement living places And restaurants all over Florida Anywhere there's the coast Anywhere there's a quote unquote island He put up a Margaritaville Even in Manhattan And I remember hearing an interview with him He said Well last I checked Manhattan was an island I had a friend named Jimmy Adams Who was so Jimmy Buffett I I never met Jimmy Buffett But I feel like I had Because I knew Jimmy Adams And he passed away About 10 years before Jimmy Buffett But Gosh Very You know There are parrot heads Everywhere crying And there's Yes He did Margaritaville But he also did Cheeseburger in Paradise And Come Monday Mike's Daily Podcast Master Pod Theater It's 5 o'clock Somewhere song With Alan Jackson Oh my gosh The bottom Of the chart pretty good songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth but you know what they come back up and people start playing them and it's like oh, where'd that come from apparently jimmy was surrounded by his family his dogs yo the mic tip everybody was there to say goodbye to him and he was only 76 so i don't have in front of me what exactly he died of but one little bit of advice I will give you is Don't drink margaritas all the time 
keep that to a minimum. There's a whole lot of sugar in that. There's a lot of alcohol and the alcohol turns to sugar and all that sugar just ain't good for you. Sorry. That's it. So the pumpkin spice latte is back. I used to get those at Starbucks all the time. I do not now. In fact, I am pretty much repulsed by Starbucks. Oh, see, that was my plug and my slug. I used to go in there and go, oh, what a cool place. I love the design of the, of the, of the, of the furniture and how everything is laid out. And oh, and it smells good in here. It smells like coffee. I like it. I'll sit here and I'll write. I'll be a writer. And then when laptops got a little less expensive, I got a laptop and I sat in one. I go, I'm going to type on my laptop. I'm going to use their free Wi-Fi. There was a time back in the early, early days when you had to pay for it. But this is right after that. So I'm, that's post the paying for the Wi-Fi at Starbucks. And then, you know, I just got sick of the drinks. And then the, their menu got very unfriendly to people like me. Because they wanted you to order all this stuff online. Especially with COVID, it was all order online and pick it up. So their menus, when you walk in, I, I, I just don't know what to get because there's nothing up there that really appeals to me. And I used to like the pumpkin spice latte, but then I realized, well, there's not really any pumpkin in this. So what's the point? I don't get, I'm not getting any pumpkin nutritional value from this. I'm just getting a flavoring that kind of tastes like pumpkin. This drink is really bad for me. And as you get older, and as you try to focus more on your health, your doctor's constantly telling you, you got to look at your health, got to try and get your weight down, get your fat levels down, get, get all that down. But you start to go, what am I putting into my body? And is it going to benefit me? Is it going to help me? Is it going to hurt me? Yes, the occasional beer to make us a little jolly and stupid. Okay. Everybody make some noise. Bringing to you live from Podcaster Valley Mont <laughs> Mike's Daily Podcast. PSL Pumpkin Spice Latte is now in its 20th year. It'll be joined by new menu items, including the iced pumpkin cream chai tea latte. Newsflash, they have had that forever at Cafe Rumi in Podcastro Valley. People have been enjoying that for years and other mom and pop stores that had that you know are constantly trying to fight Starbucks because Starbucks is constantly trying to put them out of business. They have had those for years. So thanks Johnny come lately Starbucks for bringing that along to your menu. Also the iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Mike's absolutely useless review. Mike rips someone a new one. So here are a couple of industry trends and I'm always fascinated by those. And this was pulled by Rob Black. I produce his podcast. It's called the Rob Black Show. And he pulled these interesting bits of information. Everyone wants an iced coffee. Three out of five of the Starbucks fall drinks are intended to be cold instead of hot. Isn't that interesting? As we get into winter, people want cold drinks. 
Five years ago, the cold drinks accounted for about 50% of all of the company's beverage sales. But guess what? It's now at 75%. It jumped up 25%? Really? All my relatives in Germany are, their, their jaws just fell out of their faces because they can't believe that statistic. Germans think iced coffee is an absolute, you know, that. I'm trying to think, blasphemy. That's the word I was looking for. They, you know, we're going to drink coffee cold? That's ridiculous. I was on a Skype call with, this is Skype, this is pre-Zoom, with my German relatives and a my cousin's husband's sister, Freaked out Seeing that I had an iced coffee Oh that looks terrible Why would you want to drink iced coffee Yes she was Arnold And research and development Is watching TikTok Every time I say anything about TikTok A part of me dies I so hate I don't get it I don't understand it I don't See I, I see This is what I see I see us about 10, 15 years from now, all going collectively. Yeah, TikTok was a bad idea. Yeah, we should have all known something that's uh, keying into psychologically what you want to see more of and hitting you with these quick little short videos that appeal to you and give you a little jolt like when the little uh, lab rats are getting a jolt of you know that thing when they they want more and more of it they get a hit or are they just getting food whenever they hit the little pedal don't they get something maybe it's food but they go for it and it, it, it gives them a dopamine hit that's what I'm trying to say so the dopamine hit that we get from TikTok I don't get exactly how people are influencers are on TikTok my young friend that I work with my colleague who told me about oh how he loves to go to movie theaters and that I'm like I explain to me TikTok. I'm too old to have TikTok. If I'm on TikTok that's creepy, that's weird. And he goes, "Well, TikTok, it's you know, it's got these short videos and short things. Sometimes the videos can be a little bit longer." And I said, "Well, this isn't YouTube, right? Like YouTube, I can sit there and watch an hour-long video from RV TV." RV or TV rather Where he's driving along The coast of Wisconsin uh, Lake Superior And you know I'm seeing all the views And he's hitting all the small towns And I watch that for an hour Is that what this is? No Mike This is short videos It's short little jolts Okay So I ask him How can you be an influencer If all you have is a few seconds To influence people With whatever it is How do you not come off As some kind of a salesman? Mike Scavenger Hunt Because I thought society today Was all about sincerity And people can They can see right through you When you're fake I thought that's what society Was all about But no There's all about being fake On TikTok All about using filters on TikTok All about Cutting out the wrong parts The bad parts The parts where I'm stuttering Stuttering st- st- Stuttering And trying to get the words out And flubbing my words They cut all that out And they just want to Appeal straight into your brain The dopamine hit So I hate TikTok And I hate the whole Oh Here's the latest trend 
Da 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 da. That's the newest trend. Oh my gosh. Oh. It's the, the challenge where you have to eat a bunch of laundry detergent. It's this nightmare of a show. It really does not. Any story that has the word TikTok in it is vile to me and should not be broadcast in any way, shape, or form. Not even on my podcast. But since I started the sentence, research and development is watching TikTok. The iced pumpkin cream latte, tea latte, took inspiration from a secret menu, popular customization. And that came from TikTokers. And Chipotle added a new menu item to accommodate two quesadilla hacks that went viral on TikTok. I see. So maybe that's the only thing, the only good thing TikTok is for is finding out little menu hacks. But you can probably find that on the internet too. And there's probably a good website somebody put their blood, sweat, and tears into all about menu hacks that you should go and click on and read because when you click on it, then it gives him the moral support he needs to keep paying the money to keep that website up. Just saying. So if you need to spike your drink, Starbucks is offering pumpkin spice espresso martinis at its posh reserve locations in major global cities. And if you go to those, you really, really need some direction in your life because you are just, you're flailing about. Flailing around. And now I've said too much. News random. Ah, Max, the streaming service that is part of HBO and Warner Brothers. For some reason, they're going to start streaming CNN News. I'm not sure exactly how that all works, but they want a news division. Because right now, Max and HBO, they just have documentaries that they put money into. That's what they have for news or if it's comedy with John Oliver or Bill Maher. But it's not really news news. And... So a paralyzed woman was able to speak again thanks to AI and a brain implant. Scientists were able to decode her brain signals and represent them as an avatar speaking words on a computer screen. Elon Musk has a company called Neuralink and they are in this field right now trying to work on that. Did you know that Subway sandwiches uh, used to be For five decades They were private They were a private family ownership I did not know that Because I always thought That Starbucks was a big old chain And they hired that pedophile That I used to see on The Biggest Loser all the time And they You know Subway You're awful Your food is uh, very (laughs) Occasionally it's I mean if the choice is Subway and nothing Okay maybe I'll go with that I used to eat at it a lot. I used to have a friend years and years ago that worked at Subway and he would, um, he'd get me, he'd set me up. He'd get me all kinds of stuff on my sandwich. I want everything. I want spinach. I want lettuce. I want all the stuff on that front row and the back row. Just put it all on the sandwich. Mike, it's... And he would fix me up, but... Mikey Fikey. Great. Apparently, it was a private family ownership all that time. Well, now it is not. It was sold to a private equity firm for $9.6 billion. And my last story, back to the AI world. The tech world has started a dramatic shift 
toward AI adoption. NVIDIA has reported strong earnings and provided a revenue forecast that was well above uh, expectations. Quote, a new computing era has begun. Companies are transitioning from general purpose to accelerated computing and generative AI, they said. Other opportunities for AI chips as they eventually make their way into other products include smartphones, of course, laptops, cars, medical devices, NVIDIA, the chip maker, their data center revenue is up 141% from the prior quarter. Just from the, the last quarter. And over a year, it has gone up 171%. So yeah, the AI explosion has definitely kicked in. So they've gotten a revenue of about 10.32 billion dollars. NVIDIA expects to increase product supply every single quarter through the next year. Their stock has tripled this year. And startups and corporations prefer NVIDIA's chips because of its robust software programming platform ecosystem. And that is CUDA, I call it CUDA. I'm not sure exactly how it's referred to, but that is what is the whole thing. All the AI is going back to NVIDIA and they're making the money. One analyst said of the AI chip maker, uh, they'll be the most important company to civilization, NVIDIA will be, over the next five to 10 years because every enterprise company will be reliant on the chip maker directly or indirectly. Wow. So could that have been a good investment a year or two ago? Absolutely, but I guess it's a little late now. Wow, that's wow. <laughs> oh yeah. And it was interesting because yeah. a couple weeks ago, they announced their earnings results, but the stock market in response took a dive so that's bizarre it's a weird relationship nvidia has with the stock market and with us but yes ai and just realize and i heard this guy say today is big in the cyber world that ai grabs from what is out there on the internet now so it may get you the right information it may not Just take it with a grain of salt, is what he was saying. But I don't use any IA or AI. I use AIA for this podcast. IA, which stands for I am Mike. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Look who is here outside, where it's kind of drizzling a little bit today, interestingly enough. Hello, Michael Myers. It's Madame Rudebegond. I love that picture of your cat. Ooh. Oh yeah, the last podcast picture had a picture of Rocky the cat sitting on my lovely lady friend's checkered vans. How nice. Do you like AI? Yes. Do you like my cat? Yes. Do you like IA? No. Yes. That's not really taking off. AI is IA not. (laughs) I, I am not. Okay, what else? Although this podcast picture of me is pretty cool which you can see at my Instagram, which is at Mike Matthews, or at my website, mikesdailypodcast.com, which I pay money for. Look who else is here. 
Hold there, Mike. This is Valentino. The parenting thing. And this is Bison Bentley. Dude, order. Mike, we was glad that you put us on the podcast today because the last time you forgot me. Yeah, you forget. Dude, Aw, sorry, guys. Well, today I thought I wouldn't be rude and I would put you on the show. Do you know who sometimes can be rude? Sometimes moms and grandmas can be rude. Changes in our bodies can be a hard thing to come to terms with. It's even harder when we constantly are hearing what other people think about how we look. What? I, I have a face for radio, not a face for TikTok. What? What comments are acceptable and which ones are more likely to hurt someone's feelings? Well, Style Seat surveyed Americans on body talk etiquette and they found out that moms and grandmas are more likely to comment on body changes. What a, what a, oh, my mom, my mom was really bad. My late mother would, the last time I saw her was around this time of year, uh, two years ago. And I have been sporting, which you can see in the podcast picture, a beard. I'm bald. I've been bald for a while. That used to bug her. I know it did, you know. I mean, she loved me because I was her son, but she wasn't so happy with, I guess, genetically. I have no control over that, right? Exactly. Right. My millennial right just came out. Right? Good. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not going to put on a toupee. For a while, I used minoxidil. That was ridiculous. It just rolls right off your head, does nothing. And it costs a lot. So I, you know, my lovely lady friend said, hey, grow, grow a beard. Oh, but it's going to be gray because I'm over 50 now. No, no, no. Grow a beard. It'll look cool. It'll look distinguished. And with your bald head, it'll look cool. So, and my mom even said, hey, why don't you grow a beard? So I did that during COVID. Which is funny because I, I see friends who have seen me since COVID, since the damn pandemic, And, you know, they've seen me with the beard. But they'll go like, oh my gosh, you have a beard. Yeah, I've had it since COVID. Three years now. Gosh, did, did, are your memory cells working? Did COVID kill your memory cells? What is wrong with you? I've had a beard. Did you go on Instagram ever? You see me in person. How do you not remember I have a beard? Anyway, that's very frustrating, as you can tell to me. But my mom, she sees me in person. And my lovely lady friend says to my mom, and it was the only time my, mom, my, my lovely lady friend met my mom. And she said to my mom, so what do you think of Mike's beard? And she goes, uh, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, she says, he kind of looks like Charlie. And Charlie was a guy I remember growing up Was a bald guy But very heavy set With a beard He was a German And a fantastic cook He was a chef At the Ambassador Hotel I believe he even served I mean he served All the celebrities at the time This is in the 60s And he uh, He wasn't there He might have been there Even when When Robert Kennedy was killed I'm not sure But and my mom worked at the Ambassador Hotel for a while. I'm not sure if, if Charlie got her the job or not. I think maybe they met. That's how they met, perhaps, the first time was there. I sadly can't ask her 
how they met to begin with. But she said to me, I look like Charlie. Now, I'll take it as a compliment, but I know what she was saying. And then she would look kind of, because she was never really attracted to Charlie. She liked the guys with ample hair follicles. Your Brad Pitts, your rock stars. And I, you know, I just didn't have that. So thank you, mom, for that comment, which uh, we asked. So if you don't want to know the answer, I guess don't ask the question. But I still have the beard. Not going to change that. Sometimes you're just going to not make your parents happy with how you're going to maybe you're going to pierce something. Maybe you're going to tattoo something. Maybe you're going to change your hair color, whatever. But I am happy with what I am and that I look like Charlie because he was a cool dude and he ate healthy. He had a, a big fish diet. He would go and fish a lot and he lived in the high Sierras towards the end of his life. And he ate a lot of salads and he cooked and he, he kept cooking to his dying day. Ah, he, but he stayed healthy. So he lived a good long life. So I'm good with that, mom. Here is the other thing that Americans found out about body talk etiquette through the style seat survey. And that is comments about weight is the number one thing people hear the most and hate the most. They hear it the most and they hate it the most, as you could tell from the past two minutes of me talking. And the last thing was, even if your comments are shared with positive praise, over half of Americans would rather not hear anything. Just don't even bring it up. Don't ask the question. Don't answer the question. Don't bring it up about uh, your body. Let's not talk about your body. <sighs> there you go. That's that's what Style Seat found out. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley, it is time to bring you the segment. Let's go back with Matthews. Let's, Let's go, go back, back with, with Matthews. Matthews. So once upon a time, we did a show. By we, I mean me. <laughs> so I guess I did right, a show. Let's go. Uh, back on the radio at a country station called Hey. And we would do a thing where I would play a new song. And it was at nine o'clock. Uh, uh, and it got moved to eight o'clock. And I bring that up because at nine o'clock, we called it the nine o'clock new country preview. But when we moved it to eight, I thought, let's play with the word eight. So we called it, it's uh, it's the, it's a great, or it's the K-Hey, wait, what did we call it? Is it, it's the K-Hey great or fish bait at eight. So we would play a new song and you would call in and tell me, was the song great or was it fish bait? And if I got enough votes saying that the song was fish bait, I would take it to the end of the pier. And this was in Ventura County. So we had the big Ventura pier there. And I would take it to the end of the pier and throw it off the pier. And so this is all done, of course, through theater of the mind, through the radio. This isn't actually happening. But what I would do is you'd hear the sound effect of me walking on like wood. So to mimic the sound of walking on a pier. And then I would throw, you'd hear the sound of me throwing a whoosh, like I was throwing the CD off the pier. And then, uh, you know, maybe you'd hear Jaws. Dun, 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 dun. And then the sound of, you know, a bunch of uh, water swishing and someone screaming 
or maybe I'd throw it off the pier and that you know, that's pretty much all that happened when I threw it off the pier. So that's the fish bait thing. And I think here's a little bit of that now. Oh, at the end of the week, whatever two songs got the most votes, I would put them up against each other for the Friday night fight. So here's a little bit of, of that right now. Word of advice to Captain Boy Genius to make him feel better. Yes, I will. Console him. People shouldn't call and hang up. No, that's not a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the homework club, too. We did that. This is back in 2004. So not quite 20 years ago, but here's the hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, It's K-Hey's weekend starts now. Spotlight. K-Hey time is 7.58. K-Hey's great. Our fish bait at 8 next. And the midweek matchup, we'll also hear from George Strait. Garth Brooks, this is Tim McGraw where the grass grows. The green grass. At eight, it's K Hayes Great or Fish Bait at eight. But it is Wednesday night, and that means it is the midweek match up. You could win Kenny Chesney's latest CD, When the Sun Goes Down. We put all the big winners from the past week up against each other so far. What emerges? The Big Great at eight. Let's get it on, Mad Might. is the winner from Monday Night One with 60% of the vote. The new one from Big and Rich, it's called Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Here it is on K. Hayes. Great or Fish Bait at Eight. No, wait, that's not it. This is it. Let me pause real quick. I'm going to have a guest on Mike's Daily Podcast coming up uh, in the next couple of shows. And Stormy Phoenix, who's been on the show before, is going to stop by. And she just texted me and said, Ken, do you want me to bring a PSL or a non-boba tea drink? (laughs) And I just did that long rant about pumpkin spice latte. (sighs) And I said, yeah. I'll get a PSL. Look at me! Look what's become of me! That's it. I swear this will be the only one I drink this year. So here's a little bit more of the Friday Night Fights. Here we go. This does not play right away, does it? <laughs> Doesn't. What is going on? <gasps> what? Wow. I've got this little song. And song number two on K.A.'s Great or Fish Baited 8, the midweek matchup. It's a new one from Rachel Proctor. This is called Me and Emily. Here it is on K.A.'s Great or Fish Baited 8 on K.H.A.Y. Let the fight begin. Let's get it on, Mad Mike. Call in with the vote for the song you like better at 650-K-H-A-Y. Song number one, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, or song number two, Me and Emily. And if you are vote 50, you will win the Kenny Chesney CD, When the Sun Goes Down. 650-K-H-A-Y. And who's this? James, I'm at Simi Valley Chevrolet, right off the first street exit at the 118 in Simi Valley. We just gave away a little while ago. Actually, I didn't. Jeff Morris gave away a brand new Chevy Cavalier. You made a lady really happy tonight. 
Today's great or fish bait at 8 on 100.7 KHAY. Jesse Alexander will play for you. This is Buddy Joel Sweet Southern Comfort on KHAY. Oh, okay. So that was the midweek matchup, not the Friday night fights. Yeah, in the middle of the week, we would put two songs up against each other. And we also heard from the guy I was talking about earlier who was talking to me about what dreams may come, who sadly is no longer with us. And one other bit from the Let's Go Back with Matthews. And apparently, I am going to... Instead, I'm going to get the, uh, what is it called? A pumpkin cold brew. So we'll see if that's any better than the PSL. But earlier, and I was trying to think, have you ever done this where you're trying to think back to a job you worked at and you can't remember little things like, where was the break room? Uh, this is a place, I worked at a station called The Bus, and we played music from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, and a little bit of the 90s. So this is back in 92, and I could not, I was trying to think back, you know, every radio station I worked for, I can remember the break room, but I can't remember, the. did this station not have a break room? Did they not supply us with coffee? What? Or water or anything? It was just the radio, you know, you got to keep hydrated if you're on the radio, but I don't think this hey guys, place did. It's more than all these of us, 96.7. Here's a song about my bullfrog. It's a really strange bullfrog. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yeah. More than all days, the bus, 96.7, Mike Matthews with you on a Saturday night. Okay, weather forecast, mostly cloudy this evening with periods of rain and tomorrow as well. Highs tomorrow going to be in the 60s, lows tonight in the 40s. Currently, it is 57 at the bus, 96.7. Here we stand, worlds apart. Journey. I'm talking like that now because it's cool. than all these of us, 96.7 Mike Matthews on a Sunday evening with you, 522 right now. Here's one of those artists that's just been getting a ton of recognition lately, and she deserves it. It's Bonnie Ray. Yeah, love in the nick of time. Aw, Bonnie. I hope we don't lose Bonnie Raitt anytime soon. She was amazing. She is amazing. And definitely amazing back then. In the late 80s, early 90s, she got really popular. Okay, and one more bit of radio from the late 80s and this is yours truly i think i was probably a great service somewhere in my around 21 i think maybe i had just turned 21 somewhere in that neighborhood yeah i was i was uh in that 21 i think so but one of my early early radio gigs and this was y97 in santa barbara it was santa barbara's hot fm and here's a little bit of that station Seven and Mike Matthews taking a look at the weather. Partly cloudy today and cold. 
with a 20% chance of light showers, highs in the mid-50s, and lows in the 30s. Right now it's 36 degrees with Mike and Mechanics, the living years. I was always doing weather reports. And that song had, I think, just come out. Mike and the Mechanics with the Living Years. KHGY 197 at 450. Volunteer your time for the American Cancer Society's Drive to Win program, where you drive a patient to his or her treatment center to help call the American Cancer Society at 963-1576. The number again, 963-1576. Aw, Sheriff. And that was a good message, Mike get out there to the public. Sheriff was the name of that band and they went all the way to number one. That song had come out though about seven or eight years earlier and was, I don't even think it made the top 40. There's a whole thing about it. If you go to the channel on YouTube, the professor of rock, he talks about how that song left the charts. Then a DJ just started to play it out of thin air off the top of his head he picked the song played it and he started getting all these calls and it was like a snowball effect a big avalanche of requests came in for it and it started to sell again but at that point the band had broken up part of the band had formed uh, another band called Frozen Ghost which had a minor hit with Tell Me What Should I See and I think they had another song called Round and Round and they were from Canada, by the way, Sheriff and Frozen Ghost. And then uh, the guy, I think his name is Fred Kersey, who who sings and he hits the, he has the longest high note for a number one song. It's a Guinness World Book record breaker. He started another band called Alias that had a pretty big song with a song called, I th- was it I Need You Now? More Than Words Can Say is the name of the song. And that was also a ballad like this song of this one here that goes, that sounded very similar to I Need You. I need you now, more than words can say, I need you now. But Sheriff's song here is that baby, I get chills when I'm with you, whoa, whoa, when I'm with you, and holds that note for like a whole 40 seconds and he won the Guinness World Book of Records for that, breaking that. Then he got a bunch of books from Guinness. He didn't get any beer from Guinness, just the books. But that's the end of the podcast because I've really gotten silly and off the deep end. And thank you for listening to this very interesting... <laughs> Will you shut up? Liberty Nation Freedom Foam for All. You can chime in about anything we covered today. You can call me at 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me on this wonderful pumpkin vibe of a show, it is A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.